0: Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello there, and welcome to episode 88 of The Social Circus. I am your host each and every week, Sarah Thompson, and I am so excited today to be talking to you about launching... Now, if this is something you have heard about or you have thought about and you, you know, not really sure what it all entails and what are the moving parts, then you must listen to today's episode because I'm going to be talking about what does the launch process look like in terms of the different stages of it. And I think this is always really important to understand because I know that when I'm working with clients The the terminology or the language around launching can be really daunting and really overwhelming and it can lead us to think, well, I don't really understand what to do, therefore I'm not going to launch. And this is absolutely not what we want for you and your business. What we would love is for you to share what you have to launch with the world. So let's talk about what is it that you launch and how does this differ, for example, from selling a product as normal. So launching is typically an online event and it involves using all of your digital marketing strategies to get your product or service, and when I say product, it could be talking about a digital product like an online course, get your services like coaching packages, things like that in front of your audience and giving them a reason to buy it now. That is one of the most important things about it is you're getting them excited, you're getting them thinking about it and you're getting them engaged with it that they come and buy from you so it is nothing more complicated than that and it is highly likely in your business you have put offers in front of your audience before but you haven't done it in a systematic way that means that people keep seeing your offer and keep hearing you talk about it so they are really excited to hear about it and engage with it so quite often what we do and this is a really common mistake I see business owners do is they say oh this product or service or membership or whatever it is, um, is a flop. It's not working because people haven't bought it. And the first question that I always ask when people say that to me is, what have you done to promote it or to market it? And what they'll usually say is they say, say, I've sent one newsletter or one like email broadcast to their email list. They put up one or two social media posts and that's it. Now, the reality of it is that if you do that in your business, it is highly likely that you're going to get no engagement, no traction. And the reason for that is so simple. It is because people are incredibly busy and they're incredibly distracted. So if you, for example, send an email to your list, not everyone's going to open it. We might open it and think, oh, that's really cool. And we get busy and we get distracted. And then we come back later and I do this myself. I'm like, right, I've got to declutter my inbox. So I delete everything. And I might've wanted to buy what it is that you are selling, but I've forgotten And so if you don't remind me again, I'm highly likely not to buy it. The same goes with social media, but it's even compounded because we know that the algorithms dictate how much our audience see of our content. So it's highly likely that you would have less than 5% of your audience seeing any single post on any single social media platform. So that means that if I'm following you and you post about it once or twice, chances are I'm not going to see it. And I'm not going to be able to engage with it. So when you think about those kind of parameters on when we do digital marketing, it is absolutely critical that you show up and you show up really consistently and you keep talking about something for an extended period of time. And this is all that a launch is. Okay, it's where you um, keep talking keep showing up and you keep speaking about this one product, service or offer. I'm just going to say offer for now on because um, it's easier for the language, but I could be talking about an ebook, a digital course, an online product, um, a coaching package, a physical product that you sell online. The reality of it is if you launch, you will always perform better than if you just kind of have your cart open and you just talk about it now and then. And we know that launches have always worked and they will continue to work because They allow our audience to see us all the time and to give a really good thought to, is this something that I want to purchase? Okay. So when we are talking about launching, let's talk about the first step when it comes to launching. And this is often called your pre-launch or your um, runway to launch. Okay. And this is what we do in the build up to launching. So before the cart is open. Now, quite often with a launch, depending on how far along the process you are, you might choose to do a couple of things to kind of kickstart your launch. One of them is to use a waitlist methodology. And a waitlist simply means that you capture people's interest about your upcoming offer. Okay, this can be as simple as a very, um, very quick, very short landing page where someone puts in their email details. And when you decide to launch, they are your first people that you put an offer in front of. So a waitlist is a great way for you to kind of warm people up and to get excited about your upcoming launch of your offer. So I love a waitlist because it's nice and simple and straightforward and we want to get people excited about what we have coming up. So that is one of the activities that we are doing during our pre-launch in our runway to our launch. The other thing that we can do is that we can warm people up and get them signed up to what we call a launch event. Now a launch event can be a variety of different things that will get people again, opting in to hearing more about our upcoming offer. So there are lots of different types of launch events. And I would say to you that launch events are great. But when I did my first launch four years ago, I did not do a launch event because I simply didn't have the bandwidth to understand all of the moving parts to having a launch event. Since then, I've done many launches and I've used different types of launch events but the purpose of a launch event is to get someone warmed up and excited about your offer. So you want to think about how can you do that and put it in front of people in a way that feels like they're really connected and engaged with you. So with a launch event one of the most common launch events are webinars and webinars I tried and tested and have been around for years. The tech around these is super simple. You can use something just like Zoom. You don't need Um, some more expensive software like Webinar Jam or GoToWebinar. You can do it all in Zoom and it is really straightforward. Again, thinking about your waitlist page, having a really simple page for people to sign up. What is your webinar going to be about? You obviously can't just sell in the webinar. You want to give great value to your audience and let them know what it is that their problem is and how your offer is going to help them. That's always a great idea. I personally love people to be able to attend my webinars And whether they buy from me or not, they get incredible value from the time that they spend in the webinar. That feels really important to me because I want people to know that I give good value and they want them to also know that I understand the topic that my webinar is on. So webinars, tried and tested, great launch events. The other thing you can look at is if you have a little bit more skills, you can do things like quizzes. You can do um, like a podcast series in the launch app. You can do a video series. You can also do challenges or boot camps and these are where we get people to engage with us over several days and these can be really effective but again you want to make sure you have the bandwidth to pull this off. If this is your first launch there are already enough moving parts without you adding something like that in. A wait list is a much simpler methodology to get people engaged with you before your launch. Now the other thing that we want to be doing in pre-launch is showing up on social media and emailing our email list because this gets them warmed up to hearing from them, from us. It reminds them of our level of expertise. So if we are really solid in our area that our offer is around, you want to start talking about that in front of your audience, okay? So these are things that are really important in your pre-launch time period or your pre-launch runway, okay? So what we are doing is we're essentially priming the pump so that when we start our launch and open the doors for our offer, we have people that are really excited about buying from us. So these are really important activities. And like I said, if you're starting out, a waitlist is a great place to start. Nice and simple and straightforward. I like to test different launch events. Um, I have a really great boot camp before day boot camp that I love running. I have a really great um, webinar that I use for one of my other courses And I will be looking at other things and seeing what will work. But with all marketing, you want to be testing everything that you do and tracking it to see how it worked and how you can do better. There is no absolute right and wrong. There's always putting something out there, testing it and seeing how your audience responds. And I know I talk about testing a lot if you listen to me, but it is so, so important because there is no way that even though I am an expert in digital marketing, I can't give you definitive advice that I'll know will absolutely work for your audience because you need to test it with them and see how they respond to it. Okay, so I want you to think about that. What is your offer? Who is your audience and how are they likely to want to engage with you? So we've got through our pre-launch and we've got people excited. So when we go to our launch, and again, the timing on this can be a little bit variable. So for example, if you have a wait list, you might like to offer them their kind of waitlist bonuses before you even go to launch and open your cart to everybody. Now, that choice is entirely yours, um, but what we always want to do with waitlist people is give them some sort of bonuses. Now, it doesn't have to be a discount. It can be additional resources, some time with you, all sorts of things that can make people feel like it was worth their while putting their name on your waitlist, okay? So I want you to think about um, what are you going to give them as a reward or a bonus as an incentive, okay? And obviously this can be before you open your cart or during your early stages of your launch. It doesn't really matter, but you have to decide that and make sure you understand how the moving parts are going to work. Now, when we get to the launch itself, the launch is the language that we use to say, this is the moment that I'm going to be putting my offer out into the world. Just to be really clear, it is not when you actually launch your course or your offer. So for example, if I was doing a live round of one of my online courses, The live round starts at a date, usually after I've done my launch and I've given people a couple of weeks for them to settle down, get some dates in their diary and things like that. So keep that in mind that your launch event is all about making sales. The delivery comes after, all right, just to be clear about that. I've had a couple of clients who got confused in that and I thought it's always worth mentioning. Now with our launch event, we have to do a cart open and a cart closed. Now there is different theories on what is a good time to have your launch um, expand over? And again, the answer is you want to test it. But it seems that from my experience at watching other people and doing launches myself, that 10 to 14 days is about optimal. Okay. You can do a launch in seven days. I did test this in 2023. And if I'm really honest, it was too quick. It didn't give my audience time to buy, to get excited and for them to engage and connect with it. So Do think about um, your audience and how busy they are and what sort of time frame would work for them. So if you're going to do a full scale launch, I would say 10 to 14 days is ideal. And if you're kind of really busy, why not test seven and see how it goes? I personally don't think I would do a seven day launch again because I didn't get the results that I was hoping for. So when we first open our cart, it's usually to a flurry of excitement because people are really interested to see what is the offer that you're about to put in front of them? Now, it's quite normal with a launch to offer what we call an early bird bonus. So this gets people opting in and buying as soon as you open your cart, because what you don't want to happen, and it will anyway, is everyone waits to the last minute to buy. This is really hard for you to sort of sustain your momentum and your energy and enthusiasm if you're not getting any sales. So I always like to start my launch with an early bird bonus. And as I said, with the wait list, the bonus does not have to be a discount. It can be if you're happy, but it can be other bonuses that you give them extra um, extra resources, extra time. There are so many ways in which you can add value as an early bird bonus. Now, again, when you're, when you're doing this, remember during your launch, you are blanketing your social media. You are emailing your list as much as you're comfortable and even say a little bit uncomfortable, but you want to be putting it out there regularly. So you, it should be at least once a day on every platform, but my preference would be when you're posting on socials, moving to two to three times a day during a launch. And I actually had someone say to me, how do you know when you've done enough marketing during your launch? And I'm like, oh, that's so simple. I can tell you the answer to that is when you are sick of seeing yourself. (laughs) So I always know if I jump onto Insta and I open it and there's lots of me, it's like you've done your job well, Sarah. So I know that this can feel uncomfortable. And I do talk a bit about mindset in my launch toolkit because mindset is one of the hardest things to do because we instantly bump up against our own resistance. Like, um, you know, if I say post three times a day in your head, you'd be like, well, that would be too much. And so you would be like, well, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to email my list daily because I don't want to annoy people. And we do all of this stuff that holds us back with the success of our launch. So I would encourage you to dive into your mindset to make sure you are feeling it to put yourself out there consistently because it's really easy during a launch to get the wobbles and kind of go, this isn't working and pull the pin on things. So I like to start my launch with everything scheduled because then it doesn't rely on my rock solid mindset to sustain me through it. It's much better now, but we can all have the wobbles. So I would say to you during your launch period, have everything scheduled, all your emails, all your socials, all your reels, everything ready to go so that when you go into launch, You are just having to be visible and show up. You're not having to kind of go, oh, I've got to write an email. I don't want to write one. I'm not going to do it. Okay. So remember to try and get as much done before the launch. So during the launch, you can use your energy to show up live and connect with your audience, send those DMs, that kind of thing. Okay. So really, really important to consider that. So during our launch, let's say we're going for 14 days and the first three days is the early bird bonus. Once we have got through that, our challenge is to keep people buying during the launch. And this is where it feels really hard because it can seem like there is a lull in our launch and actually what people are doing is they're looking at your sales page, they're getting excited, they're considering it. And this is where you want to start sending DMs, having conversations, inviting people on your emails to reply to you so that you can offer them support, help and guidance to help them make the right decision. Now I love saying to people if you're not sure if this course is right for you send me an email I'll respond and we'll have a little conversation because I personally want people to buy who are making a really solid decision. I don't want them to feel like I've somehow kind of coerced them into it or they felt incredible pressure because that isn't a long-term strategy to build your business. If people feel pressure to buy from you, it's not going to work. What we want to do is make them excited and make them feel confident that this is the right decision for their business. Okay, so keep that in mind. So during our launch, High energy, high showing up, feeling engaged, feeling the energy. And remember, you have to work on your mindset every single day during a launch. Otherwise, the temptation to run away and hide will be really overwhelming. So during our launch, we want to be really engaged, lots of showing up, lots of lots of communication. And as it comes to the end, you will find a flurry of sales right at the last minute. And I always forget this if I haven't reached my sales targets and I'm coming to the last day or two, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get there. And actually... I always forget people wait to the last minute to buy. And it's always really interesting to see when people do that because you think, why do they do that? But that's just human nature. And I will also say it's okay to leave the doors open for a sneaky day or two so people can buy after they've closed because they just, like I said, remember we're busy and distracted and we simply forget to do something. So that's entirely up to you um, whether you want to try that methodology or not. Once the doors have closed and your launch has finished, there is always post-launch activity to do. So obviously the people who have bought your offer need to be engaged. They need to be clear on what their next steps are and how they move forward and how they actually kind of get what it is that they have paid for. But putting that to one side, let's talk about the people who didn't buy. It is a great idea after your launch to try and find out why did people not buy. So this can be as simple as setting up a free simple survey in SurveyMonkey. Sending an email out to your list and saying, hey, I just launched this offer and you didn't buy it. And I'm wondering why not. And you ask people to fill out a survey. Keep it really short. Don't make them give up half an hour. We're talking three or four answers. And what I do when I'm getting that feedback is I make a donation to a charity for every response that I get. So um, in Australia, there is a donation um, that allows you to I think it's like four dollars and you get a tree planted for that. So I say to people, every um, survey response you get, I'll plant a tree for you. So I love that kind of connection, nice and simple. It's up to you if you want to do that, but let's be honest, people are busy and they like to think that if they're not being personally incentivized, that there is a benefit for them filling out the survey. The other thing that you can do post-launch, and this can be sort of a week later, is you can say to people, hey, you didn't buy my offer. And let's pretend it's a full signature course that's got eight modules and they didn't buy it. But what you can do is say maybe it wasn't right for you or maybe you didn't have the cash and offer them a cut-down, scaled-back version of that that they could sample. So for example, I could offer them to buy Module 1 of my signature course and they could try it out. And the great thing about that is is often people simply didn't have the cash at the time so it allows them to access it and maybe they weren't sure. So allowing them to access a scaled-back version of your offer allows them to go, oh, wow, it was all that I hoped it was going to be. And now I'm really excited because I want to get the rest of the course. Maybe I can save up for it or maybe I can buy it because it's on Evergreen. So those are the steps of the launch process. And I have given you a whistle-stop tour of them today. But what I would say to you is that launching is something that is just a marketing strategy. You are testing and you are trying things out. And at the end, you're going to track it. Have a bit critical assessment and say, what worked? Did my sales page convert well? Did people open my emails? What was my engagement like on social media? All of those should be tracked. And I'm a big lover. Anyone who knows me knows my love language is spreadsheets. And I'm a big lover of spreadsheets that allow us to plan, track and review our launches. So I wanted to share with you um, my ultimate launch toolkit. Now, this is currently available. And if you want to see where it is, you can simply visit my website and find it there. Or if you go to the show notes, um, you will find a link to it there. But currently, the Ultimate Launch Toolkit is available for $97 and it's normally $297. It contains everything you need to help you understand how to do a launch. So it starts with a bonus module on mindset because I definitely think you need to know about that. We then have a glossary of terms that are used for launching, and. I put this together because I feel like so many of us don't understand launching and we're embarrassed to ask because we feel like we should. So a really good glossary. I think it's got over 25 definitions in it and then have a spreadsheet. How could I not? The spreadsheet is set up with formulas and cells pre-populated and it allows you to do a few things. First of all, it allows you to predict your launch income or your launch revenue. It also allows you to track your launch activities and to also review your launch, which I think is really, really important. And again, there's lots of formulas in that spreadsheet. I also have for you a sample 30-day launch calendar, so you can see what that looks like, Um, a launch like content ideas for you. There is so much in the Ultimate Launch Toolkit. It has everything you need to successfully launch and launch again and again in your business. So I hope that that sounds exciting for you. I have to say I absolutely love putting it together because from my perspective, I want you to launch in your business. I want you to enjoy that success that comes from having big injections of cash into your business and to understand the process so that you can apply it time and again in your business. So I hope you found today's episode useful. And I am really excited to share with you the ultimate launch toolkit. So please visit my website and check it out. Like I said, it's currently only $97. And, um, I hope that you have found today's episode really helpful to understand the launch process. I have tried to explain it in simple terms um, and it is a whistle stop tour. So apologies if it felt like a bit of um, a bit long, but I definitely have more details on what a launch looks like in my toolkit. So go and have a look at that. But thank you, my lovely listeners, for tuning into The Social Circus. I feel so privileged that so many of you show up and listen to me each and every week. So thank you for your support. I will catch you the same time next week on The Social Circus.